does my work at home schedule look like? How do I maximize my work at home mom productivity in the season I'm in? Do I have any great productivity tips for you as you work to create your own routines? Well, stick with me and I'm diving into how I do it all or make it appear that way. I'll even share what I'm doing well and what I'm still working to improve because, as you know, we never arrive. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me, because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friends, welcome back to Red Hot Mindset. This is Gabe, your host, and I'm so excited to be here today. I have a spoiler alert for this episode. I know I told you I was going to tell you about how I'm able to do it all as a working mom, but that's kind of a lie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lie. Doing it all is a myth. That's the truth. The popular saying, you can do anything, but you can't do everything, is a bit more accurate. I used to think I could do everything. But that always led to burnout. You, mama, can do anything, but you can't do everything if you want to have any type of work-life balance. You'll need to prioritize the important things over the feel-like-you-have-to-do things. Stop feeling like you have to say yes to everything and choose to answer through the lens of the season you are in and the routines you create and the priorities that you keep. So, What season am I currently in? If you listened to Tuesday's episode, I went through some of the various seasons you may find yourself in. You may be in a few different ones, which make up your own unique season. For me, I have a child in elementary, middle school, and high school. Oh boy, that season is intense trying to navigate how to communicate with a teen, but it's super fun too. My high schooler is homeschooled, but he's fairly independent. I just keep track of what he's doing, set expectations, and I'm here when he has questions or needs any help. I am in a season of learning transcripts and keeping records organized. These are not my favorite things to do, but um, I have to do that because he is in high school now, so I have to keep my transcript, and I don't want to wait until senior year to try and make one. Um, And I also have to be really good and diligent about it because he is looking toward doing gymnastics in the NCAA. So as it, I have to, I have to figure that out. I'm also a working mama. I work from home for two separate entrepreneurs and clock around 20 hours a week there. And I also have my own business, which includes this podcast and writing books and coaching others. Because of that, I easily move into essentially working full time. On top of that, all three of my kids are in sports. Each only has one sport, but they are all very intensive sports, so I feel like I'm driving around all the time. My older boys are at gymnastics about 25 hours a week. They have two-a-day practices, Monday through Friday, and a Saturday morning practice. 
My youngest is a wrestler, but he practices in the evenings when my other boys are done. So I feel like I'm a glorified Uber driver sometimes. Thankfully, when we moved this fall, we only moved one city over, but the time it saved me is incredible. I was literally in the car five to six hours a day in 2020 to 2021, getting kids where they needed to be. Now this year, I'm in the car around two hours, maybe three a day, and that's probably pushing it. This has freed up so much of my time. For a while there, I didn't know what to do with myself with this extra time. Only kidding. I added more work, so now I don't have that extra time, but that's okay. I actually was able to be productive in that time. So because I have a full schedule with my kids, I also chose to simplify pretty much everywhere else. I am not taking on additional roles. I am not really helping in the classroom. I'm not in any extra homeschool groups or Bible studies. This is the season I'm in, and I'm embracing it as best as I can. So my one purpose in setting my schedule is to be able to get everything I need to get done done, add in a passion of my own, which includes running or podcasting, and make sure I can be present for my family at home. Our family time looks different than I would like it to because of the rigorous sports schedules. But we make family time a priority when we have it. My drive time with the boys is a place I can get to know them and ask them questions and just get to chat as well. So I try to just make that a time when I can be present. But one of the best things I did decide is to create boundaries and to be able to say no a little bit more so that I can do the things that we need to uh, because it's still a very full season, even taking out all the additional things. So that is one of my biggest tips for you as well. Look at the things you can eliminate so that you can have the time to do the other things well. All right, I wanna give you a breakdown of what season and stage of life I am in so you can come along with me as I break down my routines for you. I'm hoping this will help you as you create your own and I'm hoping it will help you realize that you can. My morning routine has times next to it only because I need to be that structured. So sometimes we might need to be structured like that. But in a different season, I may just put a few things in there that I want to get done in a block of time, which I kind of encourage. So like if I have my morning routine, what I'd want to put in there is just things I want to get done. So like maybe a quiet time in a prayer, writing, a workout, you know, that kind of a thing. But here's what my morning routine looks like. I get up at 5 a.m. And I start a quiet time and a prayer time then. And then I write for a while. And I write my podcasts, my emails to you guys, um, blog posts, my books, devotionals, whatever it is. That's when my creative time is. That's when I'm sparked. I wish I could have more time than 45 minutes, but that's what I get. So 45 minutes, I try to be as intentional as possible and get to write and let my creative juices flow. Then I prepare my kids' lunches. I do a strength workout. Now, I don't do a strength workout every day. Actually, I did, but um, I actually did burn out and realized I need to take that out because I run almost every day. So my strength workout's only 20 to 30 minutes, um, but I realized I should probably limit that to just three days a week. So my strength workout is only Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday now, and that just started. So we'll see how that goes. And then I get my littlest ready for school. 
Uh, my older boys have already left with my husband to go to gymnastics when he goes to work. So I get him ready. And I love this time because it's just him and me. So when he's eating, we read a devotional together. And if we have time, we'll play a little game or do something. So I try and have some quality time with him um, as he gets ready for school. Then I drop him off at school at 8 and I run. We walk to school, which is super fun. It's like five minutes away walking. So we walk to there or he bikes and then I run from there. Obviously, if it's not nice weather, we don't. But most of the time we get to and that's really cool. Then after I run, I pick up my oldest from gymnastics because he's homeschooled. So he comes home with me and I get ready for the day. And then my morning routine is done about 10 o'clock in the morning. So that's a pretty extensive morning routine and it might not look that way for you. That's what mine looks like. Uh, but then I usually start working and I work from 10 to 2-ish until I need to bring my oldest back to the gym. Then I get maybe one hour in there to finish up anything I need to do before getting my littlest back from school. Sometimes I have a coaching call or a podcast interview from like the 3.30 to 4.30 time slot. But otherwise, my goal is to do a hard shut off after work or of work after I pick up my littlest from school, which is at usually about 3.00. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen because my workload is too much, but my goal is to do that. It's actually, if we're talking about something I need to improve, this is the area I need to improve. I really need to focus on shutting my brain off and shutting my computer off at a specific time every day. It's really, really hard for me to shut off my work brain. Uh, part of it is because I work from home and I don't just clock in and clock out somewhere that I don't have, you know, I just think about it. I bring it home because it's at home. And I also am thinking about my own business and things. So it's really hard to shut that off. Um, I struggle with thinking about all the things that I need to do that I haven't finished yet. But my goal is to have that hard stop time and just pick up the next day where I left off. If I work on the more urgent tasks first in the day, which is my goal, then I should be fine to finish up anything else the next day and just kind of keep it as a rolling schedule. Between 4.30 and 5, I work to prep dinner. And then evening activities essentially begin. My littlest has wrestling and I take him two of the nights. My hubby takes him two of the nights. So when I take him, I bring my own things to do. Sometimes I'll meal plan or prep for meals, like um, plan out the groceries. I'll write. Sometimes I'll read for fun. I do like little finicky things with my computer if I need to. I've actually come to enjoy this time because I find myself doing just more menial things at home when I'm home. So when I'm somewhere else with only one or two things that I can do, I can't really get as distracted. So it's nice to kind of have those nights. I do try and watch um, Gavin wrestle as well because he really likes that. He likes when I focus on him. So I try to look up as much as I can. My bedtime routine usually starts around 8 as I'm in bed by 9 or 9.30 most nights. I know that sounds really early, but I get up really early. So, and I'm not a night owl. I'm a morning person. So that's just the way that works for me. So again, like for you, if you're a night owl, maybe your bedtime routine is more of a morning routine where you do a lot of the other things like reading or journaling or, or quiet time or different things like that. But my goal is to have no screen time after eight. I really don't do much in my bedtime routine other than making sure my littlest is in bed and my middle son is getting ready for bed. I give my oldest a goodnight hug and I say goodnight to my hubby. Then I set out my workout clothes for the morning and I read until I know I'm ready to fall asleep. 
many times that's only a few pages, to be honest, because I'm always ready to fall asleep. <laughs> but I try. One thing that's nice about the season I'm in is that I don't have to wait for all my kiddos to go to bed before I do. It's nice that my hubby is a night owl, so he usually oversees the oldest getting to bed, but he's also very responsible and goes to bed at a decent time since he needs to be up early for gymnastics. So it's never really been a problem, at least so far, um, but it's really nice that I can be flexible with my bedtime. Um, I'm still working on the no screens after eight because a lot of times my oldest, my older two and I will watch like a show or do something. And a lot of times that's not until eight. So my goal is to push that a little earlier if we're going to do that so that I can have a hard shut off because it is important for us to have no screens at least an hour before bed because that blue, the blue light really isn't good for us for sleep. And um, like I've talked about before, that I don't sleep very well, so I need to do as much in my ability to create an atmosphere for good sleep. So that's kind of what my bedtime routine looks like. And, and I'm just going to point out, I set out my workout clothes for a reason, because then I know in the morning, oh yeah, I was going to work out. Or I see, okay, it's my strength workout day because I have my strength clothes out, or it's my running day, or whatever. So I actually have three sets of clothes out sometimes. I have my workout clothes, which is my strength clothes. I have my running clothes out, and then I have my day's clothes out. And the reason I do that is then I don't have to make decisions in the morning. I can just get up, put the set on, know what I'm doing. And then when I actually get ready for the day, I have my clothes set out. So that's a tip. If you don't do that yet, I highly recommend it. It's a great way to not have to make decisions early in the morning. So um, so that's kind of what my routines look like. I have kind of a morning routine. I have a working routine. Um I don't really consider myself having an evening routine because there's not really a whole lot we have to do outside of me doing dinner and getting Gavin to wrestling. Um, but then I have a bedtime routine. So I have a few routines throughout the day. Um, so what I want to finish this episode up with is just some tips for creating your own routine. Now, like I said, I I kind of said, I'm going to tell you how I get it all done and I get to do, and I can do all and be all for everyone. And I was just kind of playing around with that. But this is how I get it all done. And all meaning all that I need to do, right? So in the season I'm in, with the schedule that I have, the responsibilities and roles that I'm in, how do I get all of that done as a working mom? So here are some tips for you as you work on creating your own routines um, that will work for your season and your schedule, and the roles you're in. First, make a list of all your reoccurring tasks. I want you to really think about this. Think about everything that you have to do in your day, the priorities that you have. Um, now, this might include getting kids to school, getting them ready, doing all those things. It might include working. It might include working out. So many different things it could include, but I want you to write them all down. And then what I want you to do with those two is I want you to see, is this everything or is there something I should add in? Maybe some things that you haven't thought about is some fun things. So adding in, I would like to have a date night every week with my husband, or I would like to be able to have a solid family night or whatever. Add those into that list. And then I also want you to look and go, is there anything in this list that I really don't have to be doing? And eliminate that from the list. Um, 
because especially if you're going to be adding something in, you may have to take something out. Then what I want you to do is I want you to develop a schedule. Uh, think about breaking it up into morning, afternoon, and evening routines. Uh, where can these things go? Your reoccurring tasks. What will you need to do in the morning? What do you need to do in the afternoon or in the evening? Um, think about when you are most creative or energetic. Like I told you, I'm most creative in the morning, so I try and get some writing done in the morning. Otherwise, it most likely is not going to get done. So make sure your most important tasks are accounted for in that time frame. So if you're more creative or energetic in the afternoon, that's when those tasks would go. Or if you're in Idaho, maybe they'll go there. But it's also important to get those tasks done sooner than later in the day as well. Then I want you to think about starting small. You can always add to your routine as you go. Starting small will be key for sticking with it. Maybe all you do is create a morning routine. You add in a few things that you want to make sure that you're doing and creating a habit with and that you can just have on autopilot every day. You know, oh, it's my morning routine. This is what I'm doing. Start small and then add in from there. Fourth, I want you to make sure to add in white space or time for activities that you enjoy. It's very important for us not to be so rigid and so scheduled that we forget to take time to breathe. It is important to have white space to sit still with our thoughts or just to be able to relax, sit on the couch for a minute, take time to read a book, do something you enjoy, um, take time for an interest that you have or an activity that you have that you really like doing. It's important to schedule that in or to make sure that you have that white space so that you can do it. So think about that as you're creating this routine. And fifth and lastly, don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. Oh my goodness, girl. Like flexibility is so important. Um, there's a proverb that says, blessed are the flexible for they will be never be bent out of shape. And that is so true. So if you miss a day, then just keep going. And the next day you can get back on track. And so we beat ourselves up more than we need to. Our expectations are so much higher of ourselves than anyone else has of us or than we have of other people. So just don't forget to be nice to yourself and don't forget that it's okay to, to miss a day and that you are going to. Uh, you're never going to be perfect. It's never going to go exactly how you want it to. You have to have that flexibility in there. So I don't know if that's encouraging for you or not, but I think that's encouraging because it just means you're doing the right things you're doing it right, just keep going, you know? Don't miss a beat. If you mess up, just keep going. It's all good. So those are my tips. First, make a list of all your recurring tasks. Second, develop a schedule for when you're going to get them in. Third, start small. You can always add things in as you go. Fourth, make sure to add white space in for um, quiet or for activities that you enjoy. And fifth, don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. Be flexible. Are you interested in gaining clarity and building a strategy for balancing your life as a working mom? Well, I'm here for you. So if you want to book a coaching call with me, email me at gabecox at redhotmindset.com for more details. We will work together to gain an edge in your work-life balance and create a plan that is catered to you, to your schedule and your season.
that is all I have for you today, Mama. I hope it helped you as I kind of told you a little bit about my routine. Like I said, I have to be pretty rigid. I have to be pretty scheduled because of all the things I need to get in in the season I'm in. Um, but that means, uh, you know, a year or two down the road, my, my routines might look completely different because we just kind of tweak them as we go and we change them in different seasons. So I hope it gave you an idea of how you can create your own. Use these tips to create one. And I'm excited to hear from you. If you have any questions about creating routines or something you'd like to hear on the podcast, um, feel free to reach out. You can either email me at gabecox at redhotmindset.com, or you can even go to my website. If you go to www.redhotmindset.com and then you click on podcast, on that podcast page, um, I have a speak pipe spot where you can actually send me a voicemail. And so send me a voicemail with a question you have that you want answered, and maybe I'll even play it on the podcast when I answer it. It would be so fun. So I love hearing from you. I want to cater this podcast to you and your needs. So in order to do that, I really do need to understand the questions that you're having, the challenges you have right now, and I want to hear what season you're in. So come send me a voicemail. I'd love to hear in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.